You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Benjamin Jokno, Felipe Medalia, Arsenio Balisacan, Manny Bonoan, Alfred Pascual. By now, you would have heard that that's the team President-elect Ferdinand Marcos Jr. has chosen to lead the economy over the next six years. But what you may not know is that this team will play a more crucial role than in years past. It's not an exaggeration to say they have the unenviable task of leading the economy out of its worst slump in decades. I'm Franco Luna Puma Podcast. In this episode, we listen in on what the business community has to say about this new team. Well, I think it's an A team. Almost all of them have the academic credentials and they also have the experience. Medalia, Jokno, and Balisakan all have PhDs in economics and uh, were former professors of the UP School of Economics. While Pascual used to be a consultant with ADP and former president of the University of the Philippines. So they're all tried and tested. So I think the business is quite confident about the competence of this new economic team. That was political economist Calixto Chiquiamco on One News Business World Live. That's high praise coming from Chiquiamco, who has always been quite vocal against what he perceives as wrong policies by the Duterte administration. And he's right. They're all battle-hardened. Incoming Chief Ben Jokno is the current governor of the Banco Central ng Pilipinas. Incoming BSP Governor Felipe Medalla is a longtime board member of the Central Bank and also served under former President Joseph Estrada. It's a homecoming for Arsenio Balisacan too, who was also already the government's chief socioeconomic planner under former President Noynoy Aquino. Incoming DPWH Secretary Manny Bonoan is the current CEO of SMC Tollways. And incoming Trade Secretary Fred Pascual is an international development banker formerly in the UP Board of Regents. Here's UP School of Economics Assistant Professor JC Punong Bayan on One News talking about this lineup. Ang sinisignal noon ay uh, continuity. And in fact, I would say na napaka-importante nung uh, competent uh, economic team insofar as uh, we are coming from a pandemic recession and uh, we are experiencing uh, a three-year high inflation rate. So uh, we really need uh, experienced and very smart uh, economic managers. And uh, luckily for incoming President uh, Marcos, we have a set of experienced economists and uh, he just appointed them. We can expect great things from them. You've been on top of your game all day. So when you get home, all you want is to de-stress by streaming a virtual concert and wind down by binge-listening episodes of your favorite shows and podcasts. And for that, you need a connection that keeps up with you. That's PLDT Home, the Philippines' fastest home broadband. 
With a Fiber Only plan, you can get up to 100 Mbps of Only Fiber and whole home Wi-Fi coverage, letting you and your family make the most of what a digital lifestyle has to offer. Find out more about PLDT Home's Fiber Only plan and save up to 3,600 pesos and earn up to 200 pesos in cashback. Visit www.pldthome.com slash fiber. Remember that Marcos is inheriting a Philippine economy vastly different from what Duterte inherited. It's been ravaged by over two years of the coronavirus pandemic. Debt is at an all-time high and millions remain unemployed. Here's Coco Alcuaz, the executive director of the Makati Business Club. This government that's coming in doesn't have the runway that um, the current government and some previous governments had, which had a, a great global environment to function in and also a lot of money in the bank. This government could use the help and the private sector is very willing to help, of course, could use the help of the private sector to invest in order to create those jobs. You're very glad, for example, when incoming NEDA Secretary Arsenio Balistacan last week said he was looking forward to reviving PPPs or public-private mm-hmm. partnerships. As your audience knows, this is a project where the government, the private sector rather, puts up the money and takes on some of the risks so that the government can use its money on other important matters. Mm-hmm. Indeed, incoming DPWH Secretary Bonoan highlighted the role the private sector will have to play in an interview on 1PH. Sabi nga niya that we will continue with the build, build, build program that has been started under this administration in President Duterte. And uh, sabi niya that uh, we have to uh, finish and complete uh, yung mga ongoing projects under the build, build, build program para matapos na at magamit, mapakinabangan na natin. And one thing more, because of our uh, financial difficulties at these times, uh, yung mga financial constraints natin, deficit, Sabina will have uh, to continue to entice the private sector to participate uh, in uh, the uh, vital infrastructure needs, particularly in the transportation sector. And then there's everyone's favorite topic, taxes. The outgoing finance team has said their successors will need to raise taxes to shore up government revenues. But incoming DOF chief Ben Jokno has already said he's not in favor of new taxes and favors improving tax collection first. Again, that's something the business community cheered. Coco Alcuaz of the Makati Business Club pointed to a bill that Albay Representative Joey Salceda has already filed called the Ease of Paying Taxes Bill. We think that's a great catalyst for growth and for entrepreneurship if that's passed. One simple example. Right now, if you're a business, big or small, you have to go to a specific RDO to pay your tax. Mm -hmm. This bill, one of the many things this bill will do is you can go to anyone and it's much easier for you to pay them online anyway. That, we think, is a great catalyst for economic growth. Hi, it's Anna from the Puma Podcast team. We're glad you're here. We're excited to build our community with you. And it looks like we'll be able to meet for events real soon. So if you want to stay in the loop, please go to pumapodcast.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Now, on to your Teka Teka News. There are many difficult choices ahead, but the thing about the winning majority candidate is Bongbong Marcos now has the power to push through unpopular but necessary policies. 
it will require a number of calculations. For example, what if yung ganong classing suspensions are implemented? Who will be affected? And how much uh, of their welfare will be reduced? Uh, for example, if there are new taxes We can expect and we should demand those kinds of studies uh, from them. But uh, definitely, uh, the incoming economic team will uh, have to grapple with these hard choices. Thankfully, Bongbong um, Marcos has a very huge mandate, more than 31 million. So this is an opportunity for the government to implement, one might say, rather unpopular uh, decisions uh, or, or uh, policies. Because uh, that's the mandate. Eh. And uh, yes, we, we expect that Bongbong uh, Marcos will continue be, to be popular despite the imposition of those difficult uh, policies. The question is whether he will. And that was today's episode of Teka Teka. Again, I'm Franco Luna. This episode was edited by Presh Capistrano and produced by Kat Ventura. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend or two. And of course, don't forget to follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast wherever you listen. Thanks for tuning in.